0: Hey loves, it's Mona Lisa and it's Intuitive Tuesday, the radio show helping intuitives, introverts, and empaths manifest the conscious and abundant life that they desire. I'm so happy to have my very first guest on the podcast today. You are absolutely going to love her. Let me tell you a little bit about her background. So Dana Michelle Gillespie is the creator of the beloved My Time app She's a certified EMA instructor and a practicing female wellness meditation and energy healer. Dana has deep roots in the health and wellness world, studying in this realm since she was a child. Dana was a sought-after celebrity esthetician for a number of years as well, and she loves to help educate, empower, and liberate individuals so they can live a richer, healthier, and more pleasurable life. So without further ado, I'd love to invite you to Dana. She is such an amazing woman, and I'm really thrilled to have her here today to be sharing what she knows about tuning in to our feminine energy, tuning in, using the moon, and really using energy to get in touch with ourselves and really to connect in this way that many of us as women have access to, but we just don't know how to navigate that process yet. So hi, Dana. So good to have you here. Hi, thank you for having me. Of course, super excited. So why don't you just, in your words, tell us a little bit more about your background.
1: Oh my goodness, I have such a vast background. It's kind of uh, funny. It's like, where do I start? Um, I guess the best thing to say would um, be I have always been fascinated um, by learning things and always fascinated by um Health, wellness, helping people, and how do things work? Um, my dad, my father is a, um, and he's an inventor, he's an engineer, and I always kind of uh, joke with people, like the apple doesn't fall far from the tree because, you know, he can tell you how a car is built and as a computer and any kind of and he, you know, he's, he's built robots when I was a little kid. And I like to look at the human body and human interaction and in life and the subtle energy currents. Mm-hmm. um, in the same way, almost like, um, how a computer runs or a car runs energetically. Awesome. So I like to look at humans and I, I play in the subtle energetic realm and I work in it in meditation, energy work, um, a lot with mainly with female cause I have a female body and it's such a, mm-hmm. it's, um, amazing, amazing arena. My main, um, female, Meditation energy teacher Lisa French. She she has such a great um, quote. She always mentions that, like a a female body, just like owning a Ferrari, uh, really hard to learn, but once you know it, it's Mm. it's priceless. It's there's nothing else quite like it. It's amazing. Um, I don't think I'm quoting her exactly correctly, but it's something on those lines, (laughs) and it's true. Yeah, it's an amazing piece of equipment that we get to enjoy, but it can be very tricky and frustrating when you don't know it and you don't know how to use it and you don't know what's going on and <laughs> we live in this modern day life and world and just stress and work and stress and worse work and exhaustion and your cortisols go up and you know your uh, what is it progesterone's out and you're just tired all the time and you crave carbohydrates and you're just like getting run over by life it feels like and you're like i need help what's going on here <laughs>
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, so many of my listeners I know can relate to that. So, what for you has been a really powerful way for you to start getting in touch and and getting to know the manual of how to operate this Ferrari system we have going on
1: here? I really love that metaphor you gave. (laughs) Yay. Um, Getting in touch. I would, I mean, I always recommend to everyone to, I recommend it to you. I think you've taken some classes with uh, Lisa French. Mm -hmm. Um, If they really want to dive deep into, um, the female um, energetics and female meditations, all that stuff. I would go take a class with Lisa. Mm-hmm. Um, you, people are always welcome to reach out to me and, I, you know, book a private, you know, female um, wellness healing with me. But if you really want to start learning the subtle energetics of the female body and playing in that realm, um, connect up with uh, Magic Isle. Is uh, Lisa French's. Um, It's an online you call in and um, it's like she has different classes once a month. She has this awesome um, female just for any all levels meditation class. And that's a really great place. I love people to go to when they're starting. They're really interested and they want to start playing with the subtle energetics of the female body.
0: Cool, and it, it reminds Lisa French. You told me about her, and she's awesome. I absolutely, I went to some of her classes, and it just feels really good. Like this is where i meant to be as a woman. This is, these are the things. I'm needing to hear. And one of the things that she walked us through, which you told me about, um, is grounding your ovaries. And I've since tried it and loved it and shared it with a few of my own clients. So first, before we get into that, and before you hopefully lead us through that, I want to ask you, um, why is it important that we ground our ovaries? I didn't even hear of that term before you told me about it. So can you tell me a little bit <laughs> more about that?
1: yeah um well grounding is a technique that we use in the clairvoyant uh, meditation um, school and programs and um, with all of my other clairvoyant classmates and teachers that we use it's called grounding and it's very much comes um it's a term that we hear all the time like oh this person feels good they're very grounded mm-hmm. and in martial arts it's the um, same concept of um grounding, they visualize grounding, um, from the root of their tailbone down to the center of the earth. They get, they get grounded and they visualize. And it's the same technique. And, um, we take it a little step further when we do female classes, because when you learn your basic, you know, meditation tools, they, we, you learn about grounding and a grounding cord. And the first step with grounding is just saying hello to your space and just imagining, um, like a beam of light from the base to your tailbone. That goes all the way down to the center of the earth, mm-hmm. and um, the base of your tailbone is connects to what, um, in energetics, um, some people refer to it as a chakra, and your first chakra lives there. In um, female energy work, we take it a little step further, and also with grounding our first chakra to the base of the earth and allowing. Energy. Just imagining, we're visualizing releasing energy through our first chakra down to the center of the earth. We ground our ovaries, mm-hmm. and you can you can pretend to have like little Y or martini martini shaped um, cups holding on to the ovaries. But you want to, as a female, just say hello gently and in a state of no effort. Just imagine grounding your ovaries because once something's grounded, it's like also a grounding cord with. Um, you ground your electronics so it's safe and it doesn't spark. You want to always ground um, energy to allow it to go back um, to a safe source and release what's no longer serving you. And it's just such a great way to help someone become centered and release and feel de-stressed and safe and supported. Grounding your ovaries is such a phenomenal tool and technique for females um, because our little ovaries are um, on an energetic, subtle level are these powerhouses of energy. They have all of your eggs in them, but they're also full of so much chi, so much energy. And when we start to ground them, say hello and ground them, because they also sponge energy off around you. So when we're not grounding our ovaries we may be you know hanging out walking around the street and um just on a very instinctual subtle level we might start grounding other people's energy or, and sponging up into our own ovaries like oh yeah. that person you know over there they're in pain and before you even think about it you know you start pulling that pain into your ovary not even not even aware of it and it's such a common Thing to do and it's not something anyone should ever be like oh my god I think I'm absorbing somebody else's energy right. don't um put that responsibility on yourself it's just you know we play we work and we play in the space of amusement laughter gentle effortlessness um, it's just more of a practice of, oh hey let me say hello to my ovaries let me ground it and release and oh okay look at that okay that's interesting I wasn't grounding in this moment. And I started absorbing that person near me that seemed to be in pain and I didn't want to notice that anymore. So I was just going to help that. Okay. That was silly. I I won't do that anymore. Mm. Um, there's so many layers to grounding our ovaries and there's so much to release, but it's such a huge shift. Just learning a grounding cord in general is such a huge shift of, Oh,
0: And what I'm really hearing you say, too, is that it's a release as well. So, like, when I think of grounding, a lot of the time I think about, like, going back to my center, going back to present. But the way you're describing it right now is that it's not, it's also, like, to release the energy that's already, that's inside of our ovaries or inside of the chakras. So, um, that's a really interesting take on it. So thanks for sharing that with us. Yeah. Yeah. And so can you tell me like, what's a, what would be a sign that you're not grounding or you're not releasing? Like what, 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 are the common sort of symptoms to not grounding? Like, how do you know that it's time to ground?
1: Um, I mean, I, I, these are tools and I openly always admit to people that like, I, you know, even making this app, mm-hmm. I use these tools constantly and uh, it's it's not like I'm a master in any of this stuff, so I'm always saying hello to grounding uh, myself, grounding my ovaries. I mean, I ground everything I possibly can think of just to become more in present time and get centered. Because when we're not grounded, some of those signs are um, forgetfulness, losing things, um, running into things, uh, feeling disconnected. Yeah. Um, maybe not even, you don't feel like you're in your body. There's, there's a lot of different little tells, but, um, once you start playing with the grounding chord and your grounding things, you'll notice you'll most likely everyone's going to have their own experience. But for me, I notice a state of calm and relaxation and flow. Mm-hmm. So I would, I would just say that not being grounded would be the opposite of that. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah exactly. And females, you know, just saying hello to, because we went back like 50 years ago. I mean, people weren't, and people were starting to, you know, say hello on the undercurrents and meditation and stuff, but it really was on the fringe. But I mean, a hundred years ago, females were in an entirely different state of non-permission, you know, 200, 300, we're coming out of what, 5,000? I mean, I could. We could probably go back further where females were. I mean, some parts of the world, females still don't even have rights. So it's fascinating that we're females are really able right now to step up and we're taking back um, permission to be a female and to have our space. And we're learning and playing with a lot of things that you know energetically have always been there, but. Most likely, no one was really saying hello to, or new to say hello to, new to say hello to. But um, it's important to be aware of that. The female body, we're hardwired, we're programmed for eons and eons, eons to hold energy for nine months, ten months, nine months, however long you're holding a baby. Uh, when you conceive, when you're gonna, you get pregnant, and you give birth. Your body is hardwired to hold energy. Uh-huh. So. Oh. Learning to ground your ovaries and in a space to release through your grounding cord and learning to release energy and let go is one of the number one best tools a female could ever learn because it's teaching it's giving permission for our bodies to release, which that's in partly what our when we bleed what we're doing is we're releasing it. It's such it's such a great release, so learning every day to let go can help a female on so many levels just really let go because we're holding on to so much. It's not even our stuff. You know, you really sat down and you kind of said hello to yourself and you're like, okay, what's my attention today? Where's my attention going to? Oh, you know, okay. I have a to-do list. And you know, that person said that to me yesterday and I need to do that. And that person gave me an you know attitude whatever and I don't know how I feel about that and there's just so many things that we hold on to instead of just like what's in the present moment right now yeah what can i let go of you know that that was in the past this is the present moment um so Grounding and being in the present moment and learning to release are huge for females. Such great tools.
0: And ask constantly asking, what can I let go of? I, I love that. And it sounds like grounding is something you recommend daily, like to make a regular part of your life. Is that right?
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everyone needs to play with it for themselves. Right. But um, and yeah, I've been you know, doing this particular energy work, clairvoyant um, healing meditations, um, stuff for about seven years now I think it is and I still you know I was having this you know aha moment last week where I'll struggle when I get up in the morning and be like oh why can't I just wake up ready to go why do I have to you know sit and meditate and ground and get centered uh, just doing my normal little like why can't I just wake up perfect and fabulous ready to go and then I kind of realized I was laughing at myself being like well, I need to eat, right? My body needs to be taken care of. It needs, <laughs> yeah. it's, you know, minerals and stuff. And it, your, you know, your awareness, our awareness, it needs the same, you know, you, you, when you sleep, a lot of us are vivid dreamers and we go out in the dream space. So when we wake up, it's really vital to say hello to your space and your attention and really ground and get present. So I recommend grounding um, every day and checking in often and just making it like a daily practice and just saying hello and noticing when and where you're grounding. And, you know, if you go into, um, the grocery store, say hello to grounding before I go to work every day, absolutely will ground. I don't not, I do not like going to work without grounding my entire space because I work around so many people at nighttime. Um, it is such an amazing, space to be in that grounding my entire being is vital in order to try to remain in my space and
0: functioning yeah I, mean, yeah. I could talk to you about grounding all day. I absolutely love all of this. Even hearing you talk about this, I feel more grounded. Like since we started this interview, I just feel more grounded. So thank you for sharing that. Yay. Um, uh, I feel like I'm taking a breath and I probably, people listening to this can feel that sense of the importance of grounding. So thank you for sharing that so much. So I want to switch gears a little bit and ask you to share more about your app, which I absolutely love. So I'm going to let you take the reins and talk about what your app is and how it can help us tune into our own feminine cycle and the moon and our own female wellness.
1: Yeah, thank you. Um, My Moon Time (laughs) app. It's such a fun little app. I always like to explain to people, I made this app for myself and I made it for myself because I needed needed it badly. Um, I was, I've always been really fascinating and loved nature and the moon. I just, I really always felt I had this personal deep connection to the moon. Um, I just admired it. I, I loved, you know, walking out at nighttime and seeing it. And I really just felt like I could see the moon and the moon could really see me kind of like, you know, a lot of people have a really great relationship with their grandparents and they love you unconditionally. Like I just always <laughs> felt like that in nature with the, with the sun and the moon, um this app I needed to make it because I was trying to track my period, the moon cycle. Um ooh sorry about that. My dog is uh getting excited by the squirrels in the backyard money. Close <laughs> no so a window. Um so I would track everything by hand and by apps, write it down and give myself sticky notes. Um Hold on one second. I'm sorry. Little squirrels wanted to come out and play with us, too. So I would end up uh, working um, about one day every month. I'd be at my uh, nighttime job in a restaurant, and <laughs> I would be really frustrated because I'm like, why is everyone being so awful today? I don't understand why everyone just being really, really, really awful. And the next day I'd start bleeding (laughs) (laughs) no matter what, what I did. Like I just could not keep it together. There was too many different, you know, components and I would be in my premenstrual phase and couldn't see the forest of the trees you know, completely was just like, I am so sick of everyone today. They're so obnoxious. And the next day I'd start bleeding and be like, Oh, that was me. Oh my goodness. And it's just, I really wanted to have an app that I'd had all of that, you know, notifications on my, you know, I was PMSing notification when I would be potentially bleeding, um, where the moon was at because I'd also go to work and, um, depending on, especially during full moons at work, work would be very, different with people and emotions and things that would go on. So having it all in one app was so something I wanted is so vital to me. Um, yeah, there's so many different layers to this app. And it's really funny because I would have never, if you told we talked, had this conversation, you know, eight years ago, 10 years ago. I mean, I don't even know if there was apps 10 years ago, but eight years ago, I'd been like, you're crazy. That's, I wouldn't have, what? Um, I might have thought the idea was cool, but I would never thought I would be making one myself. Had I not needed this app, I wouldn't have made it. Um, this It's very, very challenging um, making an app or, you know, most businesses, it takes time and stuff like that. But this app is something I really wanted and needed for myself, and um, I love it. It's very helpful for me, and I also wanted to... Have access to look at a beautiful app that wasn't cartoony or babyish. I wanted something that had a female in meditation lit up by the moon. That's why she's glowingly white um, and connected to nature. So, having that backdrop of her above water, which is very synonymous with our emotions, um, that pearl in her lap, the pearl in the moon, has always been tied to the feminine, the menstrual cycle. Um so a lot of the, a lot of this all this app, the visuals you see in the app is um, things I really wanted to see myself and something I would enjoy looking at. But it was also when I go and do um, meditation work with Lisa, French and um, those ladies, she takes us a lot of times in a, to a journey where we go to in our imaginations um, a land that looks like that. So that, to me, kind of came out of that space, and um, I loved it. Another component that was really important to me that I wanted with this app was um, not only just tracking when my period was going to arrive, but also the four phases of our home monocycle. Really, that was a big aha moment for me was um, when I came across the information that we are four different creatures on our four different phases of our hormonal cycle, essentially. You have your endocrine system, and you've got all these awesome, beautiful hormones that are flowing throughout your uh, menstrual cycle, different hormones at different times. You've got you know, your estrogen, your progesterone, your testosterone, your cortisol. There's so many great different hormones, and I could refer you to great um, women that teach other women how to really tap into their hormones on a scientific level, and it's awesome, I loved all that, but I was getting very confused with where I was on my hormonal cycle, uh, both scientifically, um, energetically, hormonally. So I wanted an app where I could look and see just by one symbol and remember, oh, that's my pre-ovulation phase. That's my maiden phase. In that phase, I have access to, um, this is when I'm really light and airy in my body, yeah. My i uh emotionally feel like like I want to go out in the world and be social, but I want to get shit done. Pardon, yeah. I like to swear a lot. Um, <laughs> Love it. I, you know, can mentally just get things organized. i'm'm, I'm, you know, I'm just gonna go out and conquer the world. Uh, when we switch over to our ovulation phase, the maiden phase, when we switch our um, our hormones switch into more of a space where, we're more passive and more, it's, we feel more inclined to be teamwork oriented. Which um, phase is
0: this? The first phase that you were talking about was that? The first the one I just
1: talked about, that would be the maiden phase. And that's okay. technically the second phase of the menstrual cycle, which can kind of get a um, little bit confusing because a lot of us um, instinctively feel that the beginning of our menstrual cycle would be when we stop bleeding. But the beginning of our uh, menstrual cycle actually is the bleeding phase. When we start bleeding, that is the beginning of our menstrual cycle. Um, so having these symbols, and I have the chart on the website, on my Moon Times website, and I think it's floating on Pinterest. It keeps getting repinned. Um, I put a big chart up and it ha- has the symbols, and then it has all the different names and the different um, aspects and qualities that we have um, access to, you know, the maiden, phase, which is like right before you ovulate. The mother phase is when we're ovulating the enchantress premenstrual. And then the, when you're bleeding, it's, I, I call it the sage phase. There's different names for it, um, commonly referred to as hag or, um, crone. A lot of those words have been bastardized and I don't in, you know, pop culture and stuff. And so I wanted to kind of reinvent or repopulize new names or names that mean similar things, but have a little bit more affinity and more accessibility to, um, us right now yeah. in this age. So, um, that being able to look at my app and seeing most likely where I'm at on my hormonal cycle and giving, that gives myself permission, like, okay, this is where I'm, uh, I have more access into this area. This is what I'm, my body is set up to do on, you know, chemical, a physical and emotional mental phase is really, really um, validating to me because I stop or I try to stop demanding myself to feel the exact same way every day because most of my life I was frustrated with myself um, because I thought I was to feel the exact same way every day, just like a man, but we are not men. Yeah. And it helps
0: with like self-awareness, like knowing and being okay with that we're going through phases. And I absolutely love that. Can you briefly share like each, like a summary of each of the different phases so that some of the listeners can understand like, and identify some of these phases in their own life?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'll start with my favorite phase, which is the beginning of the phase anyways. My favorite phase is the, um, Bleeding, Mm -hmm. menstrual, um, wise woman, sage phase. Um, This phase begins when we start bleeding. I uh, particularly love it myself because I have uh, very hypersensitive to feeling. So when my uterus starts contracting to release, to shed its lining, um, when our uterus contracts, just like when we're orgasming, uh, oxytocin. I sent out through our body, which is, you know, that love hormone feeling. So a lot of my life, I didn't actually, I just enjoyed it. I didn't know until in the past few years when I started studying all this stuff. It's like, oh my goodness, that this oxytocin, that's why I feel like I'm standing still, yet completely loved and supported flowing down a river of just happiness. And I love that feeling. Um,
0: I love also that. That's what, how you describe what the bleeding. Yeah, type. I recently started feeling that way, and I'm like, wow! If you really tune into, it's real. It can be lovely to have a period, which is what we were talking about earlier. Yeah, I love that. That's a
1: big I, uh, perspective shift. I love, love, love that feeling. And I, I've talked to you know many women, and um, some women get to enjoy this. Some women are still kind of working through their. Um, you know, cramping or they have different stuff going on that they haven't quite. When your body um, is in balance, Mm -hmm. that's when you can typically tap into those feelings when it's out of balance and you get cramping, moodiness, pain, all that stuff. Those are um, your body's kind of report card saying like, hey, um, we're we're out of balance. We need some TLC. There's some things that are going on throughout your cycle that you're not doing with your body for your body. So we need a little we need a little help and a little love. Um another cool thing of our bleeding phase that I just adore is our left and right hemisphere of our brain are in the most communication during this. So we're more of the subconscious world than the conscious world. Mm -hmm. And it's such a prime time to receive direct communication from your womb, from your gut in this phase so it's the best time to go into meditation and that's really where those you know those old old ancient tribal wisdom um moon lodges came from because they knew that th- this was sacred sacred time so women would go off and have their moon lodges and um receive their direct communication from oh their womb wisdom I wish
0: we had that today a moon lodge
1: or we could all just
0: celebrate together when we were, if we were bleeding at the same time, that sounds amazing. I can't believe they had that back then.
1: Well, yeah, I, they definitely, I, I don't know if they all got together. They most likely yeah. could, but, um, I absolutely practice and I have a lot of friends and colleagues, women that will practice, um, like their the own moon lodge, their own mm-hmm. moon wisdom, because I love, especially being such a hypersensitive, intuitive, I love this face to kind of go in and just be with myself and really, really listen because when I'm collectively around a lot of other people, I will start hearing and sensing all of their stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's so nice to kind of just go in words, you know, in the backyard or in the country or in my house and just sit and listen to myself and see what's going on. Um, together with women will be beautiful too. Mm-hmm. Different, different times, different things, um, but it's such a powerful time to receive information um, and wisdom. So that's, uh, there's other characteristics of the sage phase. Um, uh, what else?
0: Well, let's go into it, the next phase um, okay. Okay, because there is time, there is, Time to go into community, and I think you were mentioning that in the maiden time. Is that right? Is that when it would be more? Yeah,
1: yeah maiden and uh, that's next,
0: the maiden time, yes,
1: yeah, second phase is maiden time, and that's also known they, scientifically, it's called the um, follicular phase. Mm-hmm. Um, it's after you bleed, uh, it's also a very um, dynamic, active time um, for your body, for your consciousness. It's, um, I have this all on the website on, there is a really pretty chart, um, if somebody wants to go look at it, but it's also the best time for your, um, creativity, uh, going out and getting things done, concentrating, uh, independence and physical stamina, but you can definitely, you definitely tend to want to be out and about with other people. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. So doing more things, more of the action creating phase. That's what this phase is more about.
1: What about the third phase? The mother phase, um, your ovulation time. And this is your special, if you want to have a baby, this is your time that you really want to get with your partner. Um, that's, this phase is more about, um, being passive and out with the world, just enjoying one another. It's, this is what. Um, characteristically when, um, let me say this correctly, our culture, when they think about the ideal, sweet, um, fictitious woman, like that mother Teresa, mm-hmm. uh, mother Mary figure, this is the phase that would be most, um, characteristic of that archetype of a, of a female. Um, very loving, very passive, wants to be out in the world, but just, you know, teamwork building. I'm happy just being here, um, supporting others, really, uh, creativity, uh, both emotionally and, um, in relationships. So that's the ovulation phase. Mm -hmm. Um,
0: the last phase, what's the last phase,
1: the enchantress, the very, very famous, uh, also known as, I'm gonna probably pronounce this wrong. The, uh, luteal phase. I sometimes butcher words, uh, commonly known as PMS. Mm, okay. <laughs> yeah. This one, um, is the big fiery hot one. This is when, um, the testosterone and estrogen start moving around. And, um, for me, I definitely feel my chi will start shifting and my consciousness starts shifting and that, um, also too, when the hormones start shifting your body, it can definitely cause an an irritating feeling. And that's where a lot of that irritation with the PMS comes from. But the fun thing with the enchantress is if, you know, the body, our body and emotions and stress levels were low, our emotions were really said hello to and nurtured. And we, you know, ate really great food that nurtured our body and ourselves throughout the cycle. Our uh, PMS enchantress phase can be a really fun phase. It doesn't have to be the bloated, moody, wicked, witch. I'm going to cut myself. Face <laughs> It tends to be for, um, I hear for a lot of women. Um,
0: so what's the other side of that? What's the flip side of
1: having the, the a fun episode? side yeah. is, um, out of the box thinking, mm-hmm. uh, if, you know, if you are, um, in business, if you have to, if you own your own business, um, you're trying to create things. It's a really great time that allows you naturally mentally to have kind of out of the box, like, Whoa, I never even thought about, huh. you know, solving, you know, this business thing that way, or even just in your life. It's just, you have, I mean, some sort of relationship thing going on. You're like, you, it, it mentally gives you access to having out of the box thinking. Um, I also refer to it as, um, puppy power. Um, another, uh, a resource Miranda Gray. She writes a lot about this, and I think the term puppy power actually if I remember correctly came from her. I just loved it um, in this uh, enchantress phase where it's she really talks about and it's very true. we in this phase, we get little bursts of energy, like puppy power. and then we take it oh. we need a nap. We need <laughs> we get little bursts of energy and then we need a nap. and it's just it's so true, it's so true. I've also, um, for years, because I love listening to women and hearing their stories of how they feel and their life and how it flows, I very commonly notice um, for years now women always describing right before they start bleeding, they get this big um, burst of energy for like a day and all it, they instinctively just want to nest, 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 clean their house, get it all prepared, just, <laughs> yes. And which is so true because it's perfect if you start instinctively nesting. And the next day you're bleeding, you just, you know, for me, I just want to zen out. I just yeah. want to sit down and enjoy that inner nirvana ride of, you know, oxytocin bliss. Um, it's pretty It's pretty amazing. There's so it's much so there. It's so affirming to just hear that.
0: It's like, oh, wow, this is actually something that me, I'm going through as a woman, not just me. Okay individual Mona Lisa over here, but like that's actually something that happens to us and there's a reason for it and it's totally normal and I just love hearing that. I'm like I always like clean my house and I'm like get <laughs> every you know, that was me a couple of days ago, you know, before I started bleeding. So I absolutely love how you're sharing that this is Normal and part of our cycle. So I absolutely love that. Thank you for sharing. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, my pleasure. It's it's really fun. It's very validating. Because mm-hmm. um, I don't know about you, but I definitely, when I was growing up, I, I very much felt for a long time. I struggled with. Um, I love, always loved my my menstrual cycle, but I kept it kind of private. And my mom had a fine relationship with it. I just, you know, it took me a long time to. St- kind of come around and really be into it and start sharing with other women and feeling comfortable. It wasn't really in Mm -hmm. vogue to share, but once now periods and menstrual cycles, so everyone's talking about it and it's, it's really validating to be like, Oh my God, there, this, this is all normal. And it's Mm -hmm. very, there's so much richness to it. It's, it's, we're in a really great time, in my opinion, to be alive and to share and, Yeah. And to be conscious
0: of of things and to have this awareness of ourselves, it really provides this layer of understanding and self-understanding. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So you shared with me, I want to switch over to um, something that you shared with me. You said that you teach pole dancing as a way to express yourself as a woman. And I absolutely love that. And, you know, for myself and a lot of my podcast listeners, And I always hear a lot of women say that they don't know how to tune into that more sensual and sacred and more vulnerable side of ourselves. And I feel like that's the way you're describing, you know, teaching pole dancing and what it means to you and how to express yourself in that way. So I know sometimes I can feel intimidated when I feel out of touch with that side and I almost feel like I crave it and I and I need that time for myself. So. I was wondering if you could share some exercises with us to help reconnect us back to that side of ourselves, if we've lost touch with it for any amount of time.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, I always like to go back to, um, the reminder that movement is our first language. Mm-hmm. Um, sensuality, the word comes from sensual and senses. Um, and the word erotic is comes from the Latin word eros, so love. Um, so just saying hello to your senses, getting really grounded in the present moment, and turning your awareness to sensation. Um, saying hello, just feeling into what what do you feel right now? What do you notice? How is the texture of your shirt? on your skin how is you know your hand slowly touching your shoulder how does that sensation feel Mm -hmm. breathing into the pressure of your hand on your shirt how does that feel to you what sensation is that like and breathing and feeling experiencing the senses just that subtle soft slow pivot Mm -hmm. you're there
0: I'm there listening to you. This is so amazing. <laughs> I didn't go up to LA and take a last with you. That was, even that was so powerful. Amazing.
1: Thank you for sharing that. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. It's, it's funny because I love this movement. I've been doing this movement for about 11 years. And um, we all started um, with uh, a big studio. Um, I started with Sheila Kelly at S-Factor about uh, 11 years ago. And it was really, really great And then uh, my main teacher um, went off and started her own practice because she really blended in. She's a longtime forest yoga student and teacher Mm -hmm. and massage therapist, body worker, healer. And she blended in um, so much, so much rich, ancient, um, uh, rooted in uh, old verbal traditions of the tantric lineage, not the... Necessarily what we know is tantric, like, oh, and it's like, oh, tantric sex, more of an amazing sensual sensation being in the present moment practice, looking through lenses of compassion and awareness and experience and, and no competition, mm-hmm. no, you know, no judgment, um, just a community. So I've... Um, train underneath Rie Category in her practice, and I'm certified uh, with her through Erotic Movement Arts. And I just love this practice, but I always love to speak to women, kind of explain a little bit, because pole dancing has become such an amazing, beautiful fitness craze. It's, crazy. it's an awesome workout, but most people um, think of pole dancing either still of the competitive, like, Um, gymnastic, amazing aerial shows that so many women are doing, which is just so beautiful. Um, or some people still think about strip club stuff. And I always like to bring people back to the, um, the picture I paint for the classes I teach are, if anyone's ever taken a soul cycle class, they're very, very popular In those classes, they turn off all the lights in these spinning classes, and they have some dim-lit candles and very loud, evocative, soulful music to get you really dropped into your body and out of your head. We do a similar thing in our practice. So the first half of class is a blend of very sensual, flowy, Pilates, yoga, Tai Chi, just very blended, um, sensual movement to tap into your senses, drop out of your head and into your body, and feel into sensation. And then slowly introduce your conversation with the pole, slowly, slowly, just to enjoy it Um, instead of just jumping right on the pole and uh, getting into your head. Because I very much can get right into my head when I'm like, okay, I got to get on the pole. Mm -hmm. Okay, what am I doing? What do I look like? Um, So my classes are, it's a moving meditation. It's a little bit of moving meditation, a lot of fun, a little bit like Fight Club for Girls where you just come in there and just let it all go. Close your eyes you know, it's an amazing space. So I love, um, I love taking these classes. I still actively take class all the time whenever I can with Rie. Um, and I love offering these classes for women, holding this space for women to, um, let go and close your eyes and realize it's okay. You are alive. This is it now. Let's enjoy that pleasure, that sensation, that richness of being right here, right now.
0: That's so beautiful. That's absolutely beautiful. Ugh. Thank you for sharing. So um tell me what new things are coming up for you and the app, and what are some things that um, you're you're putting your focus on right now and what's next?
1: Um, there's all sorts of fun um uh, little things going on. Let's um if it's okay, I would love to jump back in real quick back to. Um, talking on our moon cycles. Yeah. Um, you and I were both talking about it. And it's such a rich piece that it keeps coming up and it's so cute, mm-hmm. but it's a um, lot of women love the concept of um, bleeding with the moon cycle oh. and matching their um, bleeding cycle to the moon, whatever it may be to them. And I hear um, time and time again that women want to um, bleed on the new moon and then be ovulating during the full moon. And it, I think it's such a beautiful concept and absolutely there's, there's, I don't believe in right or wrong. Mm-hmm. It's what you do when you don't do and everything else is kind of just your own meaning you associate with it. But I always love really validating, um, women and where they are in the present moment and really accepting that and really kind of looking at like wherever you are at and wherever someone's your body is bleeding at is perfect for you. Like, um, I started bleeding yesterday and I was like, yes, thank you. I don't even care where the moon is right now because <laughs> I know my body's always balancing myself. So mm-hmm. I, and I, I, do, I do look at, okay, where's the moon at? Okay. Yeah. What's going on? And I had a girlfriend, um, uh, Jocelyn, I would say her last name wrong, um, to she is, um, a healer and intuitive and she has a great, Um, online blog community and she wrote a great article piece uh, I think about a year or two ago talking about bleeding on the full moon and there was really rich wisdom in it about yeah if you bleed on the full moon there might be something to say about um, maybe you're, you're being a little bit too demanding on our body and too pushy throughout the cycle and I can definitely validate that yep I tend to be you know go 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 a lot but I think it's so important to remind um, women that your body always has the answers and is always trying to s- balance itself, s- you know, disease, disease. It's y- your body's always trying to find harmony. You know, Buddha said it's find the middle path, finding that balance. So when I hear women being like, Oh, I was cycling with the moon. It was so great. And then I got out of cycle and I was like, crap. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always just kind of like to say hello to women. Like wherever you're at is beautiful. And let's work. Let's work from there.
0: Mm-hmm. And it's where you need to be. It's your your body balancing itself out. So yeah. there's wisdom in that. No matter where you are in the cycle. Yeah. Very cool. So, where can we connect more with you? Do you have some a website or somewhere we could people could find you if they want to learn more?
1: Yeah um, the the My Moon Time website is up. Uh, we're having our two year in the iTunes store app market anniversary on November 11th. Yeah, and um the website for My Moon Time is mymoontime.com www.mymoontime.com. Um I have uh Instagram and Facebook page for My Moon Time um You can – listeners are curious and they want to find out more. You can direct message me on Facebook. And Facebook is probably the quickest way that pops into my cell phone to get my attention because I I do kind of juggle three different – three to four different jobs. (laughs) I have so many interests and passions and stuff. I do a lot. Um, But I do have – yeah, I think Facebook messaging on my Moontimes page is a great way to get – directly connected to me. If you have any questions, um, yeah, but that's a, that's a great way.
0: Yeah. Cool. So everybody, well, first of all, everybody download the app. It's a free app and there's a way that you can like upgrade to not have ads or some such. Um, but for sure go and download the my moon time app and yeah, reach out to Dana. If you have a question for her via Facebook, So that's all the questions that I have for you. Thank you again so much for being here and for sharing all of that wisdom. And I will connect with you in the future. And all the listeners here, download the app, and I'll see you next Tuesday on the next episode of Intuitive Tuesday.